Ricky Baker Ella sabe que con quien está hablando tú me conoces más No juegue, no, no Ella sabe que no estoy jugando, quiero algo más No solo sexo como que no fue, si yo recuerdo que fue Hey guys, welcome to another session of 5Fs to Love. You know, tonight we're going to talk about that checklist. And ladies, you know the checklist that I'm talking about. It's the checklist that we've created in order to identify the perfect mate for us. And sometimes we often create that guy in our head, that imaginary guy. I know for me, and I can only speak from my perspective, the first guy I ever fell in love with is the guy that I created in my head and I compare every guy to after that. So in my mind, in order to be with me, you need to be six foot tall, chocolate, an amazing body, very confident, arrogant guy, and a strong intellect. And of course, you guys know what I always say. We won't say it now. We'll save it for the show. But I have created that guy. So tonight, 5S to Love, Real Talk with the ladies, we're going to have a real conversation about whether or not that's really stopping you from meeting your one true love. So let's get started with the five F's of love. Real talk with the ladies. All right, Roz, welcome. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. So you look amazing. Thank you. Likewise. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, honey. So, you know, I don't even know, Roz, like this is like a really hot topic because I think a lot of us do that, especially when we look at guys just in just generic. I mean, as we go through the show, I'm definitely going to talk about a few things, but it's the same things I've been saying. So who knows? But all right. So let's see who we have. So, oh, there's Shia. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm great. How are you, ladies? Good. How are you? Shia, is that like a meat throw back there? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? I, mean, I, know, like, I know. I mean, I don't even know what's happening. Vanelli, <laughs> can you see that she's got like this meat throw back there? She's gorgeous. Just like her. Really? I just, I don't know what's happening. So you guys know that tonight Precious is not with us and Enhaith is not with us because she's in transit to Nevada to start her new business inside of Walmart, which is her hair um, line. And so I'm really excited for her, but she's in transit. But guess who we do have? We got Precious too. Okay, so like everybody, I just want to make it clear. I am behind the scenes calling her Shaka Khan. <laughs> because she is adorable. Okay. And I love her hair. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't know, ladies. I'm just going to say welcome to the 5S Love Real Talk with the ladies. We want you to have a good time with us tonight. Um, and listen, we're just ourselves. It's like we're sitting all together around a table with glasses of wine. And by the way, you are allowed and permitted to drink on this show. Yay, so, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> the 
drink on this show, Precious. So during a break, if you need to take a break, grab some wine, okay? That's good to know. <laughs> All right. So, ladies, without any further ado, I think, you know, starting out our conversation, and I think a lot of times as women, and men do it as well. Like I talk to men who have this conceptual idea of this ideal woman, right? So we all have this ideal person in our head um, that kind of mimics whether or not this person or new person kind of establishes that. So, so Shia, let me ask you, because see, you wrote a book on how to date a dime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. no one in that book didn't say anything about a description, but for you, who, what was your ideal guy? Well, I, I, I moved through life with a premise that I, I, I don't have a type. Because I like to, I, I have, well, I'm married, so I, I speak in the past tense. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but, um, so I've always moved with um, not having a type and leaving myself open to what God and the universe sends my way. Um, not that it's all accepted. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I've always listed that. But in my in my book, I always say that um, with men, they date. They don't change their dating pattern. So right. the same style women they dated in like in high school, they kind of carry it along, or they date how their friend group date. So I, I try to stay. I, in my mindset, I try to stay away from that and keep it open. And I I just never had a type. You know, to uh, wow, really? Yeah. So, Ross, yes. have you ever had a type? Yes, I have a type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, my type—it's changed over the years. But okay. um, initially, he had to be, you know, educated, um, tall because I'm five seven. Uh, he needed to have charisma, brown skin. You know, I like my meat cooked, as everyone knows. I like that. <laughs> He needed to be a gentleman because I grew up with five older brothers. So for me, it was all about making sure that I was the queen or the princess, you know, in the relationship. So I like that. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Spinelli, what about you? I'm like Chaya. I've never really had a type. Um, I probably have more experience than anyone else because I'm so much older than everybody else. So that, you know, age tends to bring in a whole lot of other factors, but that's been a constant. I uh, look at the really? person. Yeah, I look at the person. Uh, the content of character means a lot to me. Can I trust you? Do I like you? Do you like other people? And it says a lot to me to observe how a man treats other people around him. That says more than he could ever say. And so I have always needed someone that was kind and generous to an extent, um, courteous, a gentleman like you, Ron. Yeah, yeah. And um, in terms of me, I love my Italian stallion. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's your guy. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna say and that she does he's a super super sweet guy so yeah, like precious i mean do you have like this thing that you're looking for do you have like ideally the type of guy you're looking for 
Um, I can say that over, I, I feel like dating in your 20s is a little bit different than dating in your 30s. I'm in my 30s. Um, and when I've, I've never actually had a specific type, like I honestly, it, it, it never occurred to me to create a specific type. However, as I've gotten into my 30s and become a little bit more self-aware and understanding what works for us and what doesn't, I think that for me, it's more about character and it's about values and beliefs more than it is anything else. I love that. Yeah. So basically, I'm the only superficial one here. <laughs> I mean, but at least we all know, right, that I'm the only superficial one here and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. All right. So our first question is, do you think some women create an imaginary man they measure other men against? Yeah. So I'm going to start with you, Dr. Spinelli. Do you think that's the case for a lot of women? That's the case for most of the women that I know. Yes, it is. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, and and I, I don't judge that. That's that's what they like to do. They have these preset stereotypes that uh, a person has to be like, and and I value that. I mean, that's them. I don't even try to influence it. I'm more esprit de corps. I've always been, and I just judge each person as they come. Okay. So, Roz, what about you? Um, I definitely created an imaginary man, um, and I have changed, like I said, over over time. And I had my imaginary man come to fruition. <laughs> so I married him for 18 years. Um, but since then, that's no longer the case because... Well, we won't go to the because, because that wasn't the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're not Ross, we'll talk about it at the bar. bar. I'm sorry? I said, we'll talk about it at the yeah, bar. That's what I'm like, I'll, I'll hold back a little. <laughs> that's a real conversation. Yeah, that's okay. the wine. <laughs> exactly. So, Ashaya, do you know women who have created these imaginary men yeah. and they're measuring? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't want to call out any of my girlfriends or anybody close to me, but they're, <laughs> it is definitely a list that they hold on to. And, and um, I respect it. I don't understand it. You know, I try to influence a little bit, but you know, people like what they like and you can't, I mean, you can't, you know, pry too much, but, um, but yeah, and it's not a bad thing always, but when it's hindering you from, just being right. free because I feel like you need to I feel like being free and open up and you know releasing right. the type allows you to trust yourself more so um you know trust that you'll be okay if the you know the, the, the person that's not matched up with you come along trust that you'll be okay that you can move past that person so yeah a lot of women that I know have types and I'm gonna say that is that's extremely important well precious at your age honey at 30. I mean, I, I stuck to my checklist. I'm not going to fool with you. Now, I'm going to tell you that, that the color of the skin, it kind of swayed, but that body type never did. I mean, I could go from butterscotch to light skin to some vanilla with some caramel swirls and some pork soda. I dated a couple guys outside of my race in my 30s. I mean, in my 20s, too. So, But that body was the one determining factor that stayed consistent. Okay? We need that tighten up. So what about you? I mean, are you, so do you know girls your age who are just basically, just like if they don't make this checklist, I'm, I'm out, it's a wrap. Honestly, no. Um, I think that 
I do know, I, I know people who have definitely had a checklist and I think it's important like to kind of understand where that comes from. I think psychologically, we all need a point of reference. It just makes us feel comfortable to be like, okay, this is what I want versus just, it's a little bit more, you have to be a lot braver to just be like, I'm going to accept new experiences. I'm going to experience other people, maybe try some things that, um, you know, I didn't think I liked. And I, I think for me, a lot of women are, who's in my generation are a little bit more fluid when it comes to things like dating and sexuality and all of that. So everyone is a little bit more open to trying things that necessarily aren't stereotypical in, in some sense. So um, I, I think that's where that comes from. I think it's a generational thing. It can be, um, it, that's just in my my experience. No, I, I agree with you. I think uh, a really good friend of mine and I absolutely adore her. She uh, wanted to date, she, of course she, she dates women. Uh, so let's just move past that. She dates women and she just really fell in love with a certain type of a woman. And it was an Asian. She wanted to be with an Asian woman. And I mean, I looked at her and I would say, okay, this woman is so into you. She's like, she's not Asian. Okay, well, listen, honey, we live in America. So the odds of you finding an Asian woman that right. meeting these demographics is gonna be pretty slim, right. Right? right? But I will tell you, I kid you not, she stuck to her guns. She ended up working for Toshiba. And she ended up, yeah. <laughs> Right. And she ended up meeting the love of her life. They have three kids. They're very happy. That's amazing. And that it would, but the thing is, it took her like 10, 20 years. I felt like it's <laughs> checklist going. But what I'm gonna say to people, I don't I don't think it's regardless whether you're heterosexual or whatever you are, if, if you have a checklist, is what we're talking about. Right. Like what does that create for you? Right. So you know, my next question is what happens when when a woman's checklist prevents her from seeing the man that is her one true love or the woman that's her one true love or the person that's their one true love? And I say that because I talked to a couple who's polyamorous um, and they'll be on later on on one of the other episodes. But it was really funny because what Ross said when they when the first the first couple met and they got married their needs were different but then they grew and one person said well what if we brought somebody else into this situation mm -hmm. and because their needs changed they they really started to identify who they were so they brought a second person in and now they all live together mm -hmm. and it was really difficult for me to understand how could you share this man who you married with another woman like i just couldn't process that but after i talked to him on the phone and then we did a video call. I could see that they were all genuinely in love with each other. And it was just like a beautiful thing. I couldn't process it, but that's the thing. They they were great at it. So the thing is, is that what happens when you have a checklist and it prevents you? So Shia, which one of your girlfriends, we're not going to throw out any names, but which, but which one of your girlfriends from your perspective, and you could call her girlfriend A, <laughs> Girlfriend A, who, and by the way, I know her girlfriends, and they're all gorgeous. They they're are. Gorgeous. They and they're are. game changers. They I'm just they saying, they're all gorgeous. <laughs> girlfriend, out of girlfriend A through A through E, is do you think you all have run into someone potentially who could have been her one true love, but he didn't meet all the boxes? 
Well, I'm gonna go with my um, backup set of girlfriends because my current set of girlfriends, they're married. <laughs> so, um, but my backup set of girlfriends, I, I do know it. most of them are single and they are, it's their friend group who they they lean towards. And if the, their mutual checklist together don't meet the match, most of the time they would dismiss a, a mm. potential. Mm. And um, and I've noticed I brought a guy around that was really like really cool, but the girlfriends of my friend wasn't feeling them. So she wasn't feeling them. Wow. And I'm like, I hey, I I brought the horse to the what is it? The water. <laughs> Hey, if you don't want to drink, that's all, that's all you do. But that was my that was my part, and it, it happens. And a lot of things go into it. So, and I, that was that particular situation. But I think that's one of the cases that you know sometimes you can't let your mind be open because you got a squad that's not open. So. I agree with that. So, ladies, we need to take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we're going to continue this conversation around whether or not you are preventing yourself from finding your one true love because of your checklist. Welcome back to this episode of Five Us to Love, Real Talk with the Ladies. Our conversation tonight is around whether or not you are creating this imaginary person in your mind, male or female, that you are measuring other people against. It's called our checklist and whether or not that's preventing you from finding your one true love. So tonight, Real Talk with the Ladies, you know I got to roll them out. So we got Chaya. We have Precious, which is Precious too. We have Dr. Spinelli and we have Roz. So ladies, welcome back and let's continue our conversation. So I, I wanna see this is so funny because we have these checklists and, and sometimes it does prevent you from finding a person you wanna find. And I've seen so many ladies and I don't wanna say that, you know, they're at the point where it's almost time to give up, but gee whiz, uh, sometimes I think if, if you didn't find anybody in your forties with the checklist, uh, and you're in your 50s and you're approaching your 60s, drop that list. Because <laughs> like, half of the stuff on your list is gone, right? It's gone anyways. So, I mean, you're good. Like, you let it go. So, I don't know. Like, honestly, at some point, you just got to let it go and kind of walk away with it. Okay, so the question is, 
is what do you think the mental and emotional impact is mm. on a person when they face when it faces when it creates this unrealistic expectation of a potential person? Mm. And I say that the mental and emotional impact because it's like you're playing with yourself this mental game that I have to have this person no matter what. It's like we go for the hunt for Red October for a pair of boots or shoes that we really really want. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I do. I text. I text somebody called the shoe lady. Just to, I took a picture of a, a boot, a boot, and sent it to her, and she 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 found the boot. That's how I was just so oh, wow. I need, boot. I need her number. Okay, that's what I do. And she found me this boot. So like Ross, like do you think sometimes mentally we play with ourselves to the point where because in a minute I got to give up. I got to give up the rock hard body. I mean, I'm oh, in my, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The rock our body is probably left the building. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of Not always, but yeah. I mean, because, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest, so far, the men who are attracted to me do have rock hard bodies. Like, I'm, really? they either got a runner's body or that body is tight. Like, I ain't, I ain't went south yet, though. You know, <laughs> I ain't ready. I, that's like number two or number three on the list. Y'all know what number one is. She's calling me shallow, shallow for everybody. <laughs> really cut. That's what we do. All right. So Tawana says she's over here cracking up and laughing at us. And you know what? It, the, the, the penis thing is real. We don't just keep it real. <laughs> it's real. Okay. That's that's, that's my BFF. So, that is, that's my BFF. Because I'm like, well, that's one of my BFFs. <laughs> Because it's real. I don't care what I'm gonna tell you. Now, do you realize though, like precious at your age, is some guys who have erectile dysfunction issues in their 20s and 30s. What happens when you guys face that in a relationship? Do you do you bail? You're saying you guys like I've ever dealt with that. I have no idea. You guys don't talk about that. What I right, what I'm saying is I've never had that issue, and I've never heard of anyone having that issue. So I I can't what? even do you know how many guys you're at in your age group are on steroids to get their bodies together? Yeah, but there's also, there's also a, a whole group of guys who are vegans and they're they're using that black seed oil and and they, they take the care of themselves. Okay, so. wait a minute. Are you trying? Like, Yo, go get you a younger guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got me one. I'm married. Him. I got one. I married him. Get a younger guy. Yeah, I married him. Story. <laughs> She's like, no, I deal with the black. Change the game. <laughs> did you did you see how precious? Like she said, no, I don't deal with them. I deal with the black. Hey. 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 
Wow. I need to change the game. Precious was like, you need to be on that black seed game. What are you talking about? I don't be doing that. That no red uh, meat. That no red meat game. That's, that's what's going on. You know what? Okay, so Tia, baby girl is watching. My daughter. Tia, okay, listen. Whatever your mom says tonight, don't hold it against her. It's the podcast. Don't hold it against her. Okay, so Precious already hit me and Roz. Me and Roz are single. We need to be asking somebody first thing. Do you use black tea oil? Yes. And I'm going to start tomorrow. <laughs> okay, and so Precious, what else, what else should we be doing? What else should we be doing? In regards to what? Like, so we asked about the black seed oil and whether or not they are vegan. We need to be on that. What's yes, the no, no red meat game, the no dairy game. Yes. Oh, wow. I might lose okay. some for that. Right. Okay, Precious, we, we on top of it now. We're going to keep okay. it together. Precious is like, y'all asking the wrong question. Right. <laughs> uh, this is what you need to be asking for. And right. I want to tell you this too. Like, uh, Precious, I think a lot of what you're saying is definitely some truth to it because guys that I know who were healthy years ago working out are really in good health right now. Like a guy, a friend of mine, Kimball, he runs every day and he's like 56, right. 56, 57. And when I tell you he's got a runner's body, I would put his body with any 20 year old. It looks amazing. And by the way, he, he's not a vegan, but he eats very, he makes very good food. Like he doesn't do a lot of unnatural stuff. So you're right. So Roz, we got to get it together. We single. We need to be asking, do you yes. use uh, black seed oil? In our diet. Check out that black seed get oil. Get off that list. Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. All right. So question number four is what happens when you meet your imaginary man or your imaginary woman and he or she disappoints you? What happens? Move on. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, I would, I would say be careful what you ask for. You just exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so don't listen. Y'all gonna stop. The only person I don't know is uh, Precious over here, Shaka Khan. I know y'all have met people who y'all thought was the bomb diggity and found out later they were mashed yeah. potatoes. I would stop say I used to. I used to um, go after you know men who were highly successful and um, well off. And um, I, it was a run of, and this was in my early 30s, it was a run of them that just, I, what I thought, what I wanted was disappointing because they came with challenges with um, trying to dominate the person I am, trying to change who I was, me fitting in their life rather than them coming in my life. So it was, it was um, a decision I had to make on if I was willing to change who I was to be in their lane. And I wasn't. So, um, you know, I switched up and realized that that wasn't for me. And it, most of the time I was doing that because my friend group at the time, that's what they were doing. That's what we all were doing, you know. And again, I had to, like, think independently. And I it just wasn't for me. And, and what I thought I wasn't wanted um, came with a price. And I wasn't really to pay, willing to pay it. So let's move on. I love that. Okay, so Roz, have you met somebody who you thought was the guy and then got disappointed when you found out he was a mashed potato? Um, not mashed potatoes. 
actually he was steak and lobster and because of that everyone that. wanted him so well, there was a disappointment yeah because you thought he was that. from you and he was but he he was everyone else's cup of tea as well oh he was for the streets and so you know it came what, what did you say precious i said he was for the streets <laughs> That's yeah. what it is nowadays. Street, okay, you know what, Siraj? That's a good twist to it. It's, it's mm -hmm. not that he was disappointing, like he didn't measure up, he did, but he was also everyone else's. Yeah. You know, no one wants what no one else wants. Oh my gosh. I know that's, that's right. what I learned. Okay, so I, we won't throw out my business in the street. <laughs> okay, so Tina said, uh, oh, I already put that one right there. Sorry. She says, hello. And then Tia also said, I've heard it all because her mother is <laughs> And she also said, facts, target on target 100%. I love Tia. Um, so I'm going to tell you, you know what, Roz, you're right. And so I was in a similar situation where I dated a guy, but he was also everybody else's type cup, cup of tea. And once he realized that, right, oh, honey. It just took it took the relationship to a whole different level. Yeah. I said, you know what? Uh, why does it take like five hours to return a text message? That's because I'm number ten. Mm -hmm. You're trying to return everybody's text message. I'm used to getting an immediate response. I kept, you know, you take your phone. You're like, is my phone broke? your plan to text you. Text me. Make sure it works. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so I had to have a real conversation with that person and say, listen, you know, I'm the kind of person I don't share. I don't share my toys. Mm -hmm. So if you are, if you're in that space, I'm good with you, but I got to walk away. And I know, you know, Dr. Spinelli and I talk all the time and it's really funny because when she talks to me and she was really looking at helping me understand where I was in this space and she said, you know what? I had to go through some ugly ducklings. Some, some failures to get to my Italian stallion. And when she said that to me, it really helped me because at 50, you're thinking, is something happening? Is what am I like? It, it what's going on now. Mind you, there are a lot of people who are interested in me. I get DMS all the time. I get text messages. Let's do this. Let's do that. But the thing is, I want a certain type of guy. And, and by the way, I know I say all the time, chocolate is six foot tall, but he does have to be at least six foot tall. And his penis does have to work. We're going to keep that clean. Um, and he does need to have some money on the books. We're going to keep that real too. But all that other stuff, you can be any color you want to be, right? But you have to be at least those three things. But I'm going to tell you, it's been a struggle because I think a lot of times when men look at you, they look at you in a whole different light. And I'm sorry, I can't do what Precious do. I'm not 30. So if you compare me to a 30-year-old and I'm 50, I can't do cartwheels. Precious can probably do cartwheels all around the house. <laughs> Honey, I can't do none, okay? Me and Rod is going to sit down and go, I'll be here when you get back. Like, hey, I'm going to say, help me do the cartwheel. <laughs> you know what? Rod's a trip. Rod's telling me she's going to get a chandelier to swing from. Yeah, help me. Uh, I'm not coming installing no chandeliers. <laughs> that ain't happening. But, you know, so that, that whole thing of being disappointed, it really does happen. And I think it a does. lot of times, you know, like to Roz's point, Roz, you put the twist on it. The twist was he was the right guy, but he was the right guy for everybody else. That's kind of messed up. Okay, so guys, let me tell you, you know, it's time for that commercial break. 
And as always, ladies, we'll be right back once we finish up our commercials. Here at the five F's to love. You a bad bitch, or you a bad bitch, or you a bad bitch, is you a sad bitch? Well, whether you are a bad bitch or a savage or whatever you want to call yourself, I am here to talk to you today about a book called Bad Bitches and Perfect Pitches that is authored by Precious Williams. One of the biggest differences between you and your competition in any facet of your life is the fact that they know how to effectively communicate and you don't. See, in this world, you don't have to be the smartest, you don't have to be the prettiest, you don't have to have the most money. But you do have to be able to sell yourself. Now, Precious Williams comes from the inner city of St. Louis, and she, in her book, has shown you how to elevate your life by using the gift of gab. Now, Precious Williams' book has been featured on Forbes, CNN, LinkedIn, Black Enterprise, and more. It can be found at www.perfectpitchesbyprecious. Now, go ahead and buy today so you can be on your way to being a bad bitch with. episode of five f's to love real talk with the ladies so on this episode if you didn't catch the first half we talked about creating that imaginary man that checklist that person that we measure everyone up against and whether or not it has like a mental emotional impact on who we are and what we do moving forward so in this conversation you know i got the ladies so we have shia we've got precious too we got dr spinelli and we got Roz. welcome back ladies Hello. <laughs> okay, so ladies, listen, as we get into this conversation, I think a lot of times when we think about our personal experiences and what that looks like for ourselves and what that looks like for other people, I don't think we understand that sometimes our truth and so many other people's truths. So when we think about this question, this is what impact does a checklist or imaginary mate have on a relationship you are trying to establish or a marriage long-term. And I'm, I say that because, because of this show, and I think before this show even started, people thought I was just basically a therapist that they could call and talk to. And they still do. A lot of my male friends call me today and a lot of my girlfriends call me. And, and it's a little interesting because I'm always like, you're the person that's in a long-term relationship. I'm the one that has the light switch is on and off, right? My, my personal life because I kind of let work get in the way. That's just real talk. But so for me, I know people right now who are married and they still have this checklist and they get into disagreements with their spouse on this checklist. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's it huge. Doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And I can just speak for myself that I had to, I had to mentally tell myself and my husband is aligned with me that we're the only two people in this marriage and whatever, however we design it is what is perfect for us. Like there are no outside rules, universal rules don't apply to us unless we, this, we say it is. So it's literally, I have, I don't care what you've been through before me and he doesn't care what I've been through before him. It's what we're doing together. And that's our focus. We don't let any outside influence break in 
And that's hard. I can say it nicely, but it's hard, <laughs> you know, on a day to day to be like, okay, this is our focus. This is our focus. This is what we're doing. And you work at it every single day, you know, to walk that path of just him and I. Um, I love that though. I mean, so Dr. Spinelli, isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And I guess I come at it from a whole different perspective. I hear what you're saying. And I was your age probably what, 25 years ago or something. So, you know, the older, the older you get, you know, when you finally find that someone that's that special, for me, we were just like, we are just yin, yang. I mean, we, it just worked. And, and I don't have to work at it. I tell you what doesn't work though, talking about a previous relationship or a previous guy, that does not feed the ego nicely. And so, you know, you, you, you do kind of grow into relationship. You kind of grow to know what you should do, what you shouldn't do. But are you having fun? That's the big thing. Are you laughing? Are you happy? If I'm not happy, I don't stick around and I'm happy. And, and you know what? Happy is what you create. It isn't something that's static. It's something that you work at. You know, you got to know which nerve to touch, which one not to touch. But basically, I smile all the time. I don't want to be around somebody that frowns all the That would be a real problem for me. And Joe is funnier than me. And that just works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to agree. He's, he's as much as she and I talk throughout the day, he's always on. He's always very supportive. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say to you, if you didn't think that two power people could be in a successful relationship, they're an excellent example of what that looks like. The school of hard knocks, though. It takes you know, there. You know, we've been, we both have been through a lot of people, a lot of stuff. You know, <laughs> and so when, when you know it works, it, it just works, you know. Um, I was out there in La La Land when he finally decided to settle down because I never just dated one person. I was like, I, yeah, I got to work. I got to do this. Like, but when he finally decided he wanted to make that commitment, it was on, you know, and uh, we didn't get married right away. But uh, and nothing's ever changed. You know, it's, it sounds funny, but it's the honest truth. We're just happy. Awesome. Okay, can you can you do me a favor? Can you get close to the camera so they can see your diamond earrings that you got? Just want to throw that out. I want it to go with the necklace. I laugh at her because she was like, "Oh, he's not going to get me those diamond earrings. He's not going to get them." Diamond earrings. I was like. But not not only did her he, did he get her any diamond earrings, he got the jeweler who designed her um, rings. Yeah, oh, and got so the diamond from him. And I mean, the clarity—it looks like you're looking through a, a glass. That's it's awesome. so beautiful, yeah. and that's why I say, you know what? She inspires me every day. So, Roz, yeah. we still got a chance, honey. We still got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roz, right now, I'm just trying to get somebody to come get my car once a week and clean it. I'm not even focused on diamond earrings. I'm just trying to, get car, I'm trying to get my car cleaned every week. That's all I'm trying to get right now. I'm not you're still talking to these people? That's what I'm saying, Roz. I'm, you know, it's hard out here. Don't to talk you. to them no more. They'll come do it. 
know what, Raj, you're right. I, I can learn something from you because, honey, I'm like, well, can I just get a car cleaning? Okay, so ladies, you shouldn't ask for that. It just should happen. It should be. That's what I was thinking. It should yeah. be. Sorry, don't be back there doing all that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like, what? What's happening with you? <laughs> Sorry. Don't do it, Shy, because you over there got Superman. Buildings, rebuild your house, wire it, connect it. Don't do it, Shy. Don't do it. Okay, just because you wrote the book on 10, you don't Okay, so Precious, if you didn't know why you trying to take over somebody's spot on the show i'm married the complete opposite of my checklist and it was the best thing ever mm. are you serious mm -hmm. she said those that match my checklist never worked out long term it was when i went outside my comfort zone that that's I found definitely my your daughter yeah <laughs> right I know that's right. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, stop bragging. I love it. They've been together 20 years. Yeah. Okay, Tia, stop trying to take somebody's spot on the show. Don't do it, Tia. Okay, you don't don't audition, Tia. Don't do it. Okay. Tia, don't worry about it. I'm gonna get you on another show. I already you know what's about to, to happen. Tia says she kissed a lot of frogs before she found my dad. That's the truth. That's the truth. You know what, Tia? Don't get me emotional on my show. <laughs> don't do it, Tia. Love Joe. I mean, I can't even. Love Joe. about to get me emotional. And he go, Tia. She said, let me on next week. See, that's what I'm talking about. you a trip. Tia, you a trip. Tia said, my audition is over. I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take it. So the thing is, ladies, so do you think even in some marriages or long-term relationships, Roz, do you have friends who sporadically gets get into conversations with their spouse and you're like, what happened? Because maybe they're kind of reaching back to the old bag or something about this thing of he doesn't measure up still to this imaginary person. Do you find mm -hmm. that that happens? Absolutely. Um and I think sometimes as women, and probably men too, we have unrealistic ex expectations. And a lot of times what I'm finding just personally, because I don't really like to speak for my friends, um, I had a type, I had a checklist, I had all of that. And the, the more um, things that I thought I liked, I don't anymore. And I'm also um, cognizant of people, when you meet people, they have a list as well. So mm -hmm. if the list don't match, you know, there could be just su subtle differences that will create havoc in a relationship. And you would think that, oh, you know, maybe I found exactly what I was seeking, but, and they thought they found everything in me, but at the end of the day, there could be something so minute that will just wreak havoc in a relationship. So. I'm learning to be more patient and more tolerant in having um, to exercise um, 
just a, a different level of comfort with people and be more accepting and kind of drop my guard a little bit. Not too much, but just enough that, you know, I can be flexible and understanding because my list was pretty well written. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm gonna say right now that that would have been an ex, a awesome intro to introduce my compatibility app, just based on what you were saying. But that's okay. You guys will see it at the end as we close off the show. And if you're having questions or concerns of whether or not you're compatible with your mate, go to um, what is it, iOS and your Android and your Apple Store or Google Store and download the Five Fs to Love compatibility app. And it's just like you say it: the Five Fs, FS to Love. Okay, there's my little infomercial for the app. Okay, so ladies, back to the question. So the thing is, I'm going to tell you, I know for sure a lot of my friends have done this. Like, they have gotten to sporadic. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about men. She don't cook like my mama. Dude, she didn't cook like your mama when you married her. So why is this still coming up? Like, when you married her, y'all didn't have these kids. Your you mom. Still, listen, exactly. You still talking about this cooking? You know? And then, and then he'll, he'll compare her to the first girlfriend. Well, you know, my first girlfriend I was with, I was with her for like 10 years and she did this, but you married her. You didn't marry the girlfriend. <laughs> So what you're reflecting in this, I'm going to tell you something that I think a lot of people do. We go through bad relationships, but you only remember the good stuff. Mm. And then you compare the person to, to those good moments. And it could be five good moments and a thousand bad moments. But you got those five good moments and you make it bigger than life, right? Right. And it so, wasn't even all that. It wasn't all that. It wasn't even all that. I, it, it just, and that's the thing. So I'm going to tell you, I was in a relationship with somebody and this is when I knew it wasn't going right. It wasn't going right when I showed up to their place and their place was supposed to be a retreat for me because as a single mom, I didn't want to bring men around my son. So I would go to their places to hang out. And so I noticed like the first time I went, he just made me this special drink, this cocktail, and I would relax. But then after the second or third time, he said, well, why don't you go get on a treadmill while I cook dinner? Oh, Okay. All right. All right. Now, mind you, mind you, wait a minute. I thought because he heard me say I need to lose weight, and I thought he was supporting my weight loss game, right? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. I found out feel. like 10 dates in, it was 10 dates in, I found out, oh, I don't normally date women your size. Well, what the hell is going on? <laughs> why am I here? Why, why are we here? What are we you doing? Why are you my time? <laughs> Who are you? Right, right. So all I'm gonna say is, ladies, don't be the experiment. Okay, that was like his experiment to date, to date women who were a little chunkier. Okay, and his his thought was, I could slip her down. And then what's after that? Right. And then what? Okay, I had to, I had to run for my meals. I had to run for the set. It was a lot of treadmill time. Okay, yeah. that must have been a good drink. So <laughs> it was good sex. It was it was okay. I was running for my love. You know, so precious. Have you ever seen a person hook up with somebody who they knew just wasn't their norm, and you like they were trying to change them or mold them into somebody? 
that they weren't. I feel like we've all been guilty of that <laughs> um, in one one sense or another. I do. I think this is such an interesting conversation because even for myself, I had to learn the difference between standards and expectations and separating those two. Um, and I don't think I had a lot of clarity about that until I, you know, I've had long-term relationships as well. And then, you know, after that, uh, kind of reflecting on what happened, who did it, why it happened, why was I there to begin with? <laughs> All of that. All but of that. We, sometimes we realize like we get caught up in the feelings aspect of things and the the physical aspect of things and even like you said like the imaginary aspect of things that we don't really bring ourselves down to earth and realize like a where are my expectations coming from where did where did these ideas of what i want coming from a lot of times it comes from bad experiences sometimes it's what we learned as we grew up sometimes we experienced some things didn't like it so we created an idea of the opposite of what we think we want um and then I think the, the second part of that is understanding like there is a key difference between expectations and standards. So I have these standards, but can I put these standards on that particular person? And I think that's where we fall short. And that's where we, I feel like everyone has had that experience where they're like, okay, even if this person checks off everything off my list, can I put those standards on that person? Can they uphold that? Can they live live up to this idea of what I want? And essentially, a lot of times it doesn't work out. Um, so I think we've all been kind of like in a situation where we're like, okay, he he checks out three out of five, but l let's see if I can get the other two to, you know, uh, uh, implement that into his life or get him to fix those things. So I, I think we've all been guilty of that at one point or another. Okay, I can only say as we go into our commercial break, I wish I was as smart as Precious when I was 13. <laughs> I was so busy being uh, me in my work world, and I don't even know what was happening. But honey, these men don't stand a chance, Precious. <laughs> All right, ladies, we'll be right back. We're going to go to commercial break. And I want to thank everybody in advance for joining us here at the Five Fs to Love. I welcome you to my shy life. I'm Shia Perkins, brand creator, author, and lifestyle coach. My mission is to share solutions on how to successfully exist across all relationships, romantic, social, platonic, and professional. I offer lifestyle and dating coaching services, provide personal development skills that will inspire and empower. Pick up a copy of my book, How to Date a Dime, a dating guide for men who want to date their own perfect ten. You will find that my book brings a fresh approach to the art of relationship building, armed with intuitive wit, proven lifestyle tools, and the ability to guide individuals into a reality of what it takes to find a perfect mate confidently and effectively. Visit my website, myshylife.com, and order your copy today.
Hey guys, welcome to our last segment of Five F's to Love Real Talk with the Ladies. Listen, this conversation has been extremely helpful for me. Not that I had like this amazing checklist, but I do have like three things that's important to me on that checklist. You can come in a variety of colors, but it also opened my eyes to what it looks like to be 30, what it looks like to be 40, and what it looks like to be 50, and moving forward, what it looks like to be 60. So when you think about big picture, you need to start thinking about whether or not your checklist or this imaginary guy, this imaginary woman, this imaginary person is stopping you from meeting your one true love. One of the people who tuned in tonight, Tia said, I went outside of the box. I chose something the total opposite of me. And in that moment, I found my one true love. 20 years later, she's still happy. So let's welcome back the ladies. Welcome back, Shia. Welcome back, Precious, Dr. Kelly and Roz. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm learning a lot from this, right? And I'm going to tell you, it's it's very impressionable when you look at your relationships and I do a snapback. Uh, if I was like as smart as you in my 30s, I mean, I would be a hot spot. Uh, Paula, thank you so much for viewing. She said, can I put these standards on this person, which is a power statement? Hmm. And, and it was. Like the thing is, is that, and that's one of the things I think people forget. We're putting these standards on somebody and, and, and sometimes they don't even know it. Like we're not even having a conversation with them. Right. So to them, it's like some invisible checklist. And I'm going to tell you one thing the guys tell me, all the guys that I know, most of my guys, most of my friends are guys. And they say to me all the time, can she just tell me what she wants and I'll just do it. Like, I think if you just tell them what you want, they will honestly just do it. Yeah, Shia, like you can that snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Ross is proud of me, everybody, because when I got home today uh, from being out of town, I had to shovel my own snow because it was like three feet of snow in the driveway. So, Shia, like, where are you? When I was saying that, you were thinking something. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got and lost on the snow? the snow shoveling. I got lost <laughs> on the snow shoveling. Like, no. Sorry, <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> Lost my train of thought on the snow shuffling. <laughs> so gonna say, don't laugh at me. So ladies, you know it's it's Put a lot that of on your checklist. <laughs> you know what? And Raj, you're right. I'm gonna have to add that to my checklist. Can yeah. you show me snow or do you have access? <laughs> she said, you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you, Tia is she is definitely coming on. She says, I don't want someone I have to tell. I need someone that just does, you know? Yes, that was my point. That was my point. I got my thought back now. <laughs> Way to go, Tia. I can't do it. Tia, Tia, I think you can have your own show. <laughs> well, look, real talk with well. Tia. Just do, yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a show, Real Talk with Tia. What's yeah. that? It can, be, it can be Real yeah. Talk with Tia and Precious. Uh, yeah. I, I actually want to add on to what Tia just said. I think it's important to establish expectations that are innate characteristics. Because if you tell someone like, I want someone to shovel snow. <laughs> if, if you if you have the expectation of things that people can kind of create for you to, uh, to create an illusion for you, yeah. um, I think that's where a lot of us drop the ball as well. So for instance, um, my top three are emotional intelligence, self-awareness, and spiritual groundedness. You can't fake that shit. You can't fake it. 
And so you can tell someone like, oh, I want someone who is emotionally intelligent and then put them in situations where they have to prove that. And you can tell very quickly if it is what if, you know, if they are what they actually say they are. So, oh my gosh, precious, if you were in your 20s, you could yeah. be my daughter. I would pick you with my son. I kid you not. I would love to pick you with my son. Oh my God. I just want to say he's 19. He'll be 20 this year. Emotional intelligence is not there yet. Don't say no. Yet. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you, you will be shocked. Oh, okay. He's 20. Mature. I mean, I'm his mother. We would expect nothing less. Yeah, but I'm going to say, he, he can't, them young girls, you know what my son told me? He said, Mom, I can't be dating these young girls. They ain't got their stuff together. Like, they mind not right. I was like, oh my God, I did a good job. Right? Until, until they're, uh, never mind. Oh, no, listen. Rod, you know what I told him? The only vagina that can boss you around is the vagina you came out of. I kept that real because one girl tried to get a little pop that collar. I was like, little girl, you are a vagina. You can unpop that collar. This right here is the queen vagina. He came out of this one. Don't fool with me. Oh, you're a baby. Ooh, honey. Raj, you know. They wild. Listen. Wait a minute. One girl sent my son a message via TikTok. Wow. This is how they talk to one another. It was TikTok. Yeah. And she was trying to let him know that she wanted to date other people. So she put herself in this where she's playing music. And she the, the, the caption was, I'm cooking for my man. Why she's wearing a man's so she dress made a shirt. whole TikTok to send him a message and DM And so him. here he goes. He goes, Mom, look at my phone. This is really to me. I said, give me that phone, boy. I started doing messages. I was like, she will not. He was like, mom, you can't do that. I was like, okay, let me calm down. Because I was like, does she try to put you out on TikTok? Who does that? Right? But that's what they do now. Like they it's do very normal. You didn't want her. Precious. Let me tell you something. For me, Roz and, and Dr. Spinelli, we're not used to that. If somebody put us out on Facebook or TikTok or, or Instagram, we'd be like, what is happening? Call me? Well, all the all the real stuff goes down on Snapchat though. <laughs> That's what he was telling me. He showed he showed me his Snapchat. And he was like, Mom, before you look at it, don't don't go in mommy version. Just look at it as my friend. Don't don't just do it. I was like this. Girl, you only knew. Like, <laughs> so, over. Exactly, because I was like, "Girl, we're gonna keep this real." So you, so, in, so in this conversation, and this is just real talk. So, precious, you're you're telling us something right now that is that really is important. I think too, like when you get to our age, Roz and I could either date our age or we could date younger, right? Right. And so we we really don't know what these younger people are doing. I know, you know, for the moment when I dated somebody who was younger um, and my son found out about it, the first thing he said is, mom, you're so gross. <laughs> I was like, the audacity. He was like, mom, he he could be your son. I said, that's not the point. I said, how old? He said, how old is his mother? I said, his mother's three years older than me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I dated that man for three years. What are you talking about? That was my 
Showing up as you know, no, we're not doing that's <laughs> life, but that's like one of my rules is like, no, I'm not meeting your kids. They're okay, so I'm gonna tell you that is funny, and that did help. That I laughed because I was dating a guy who was 70, and when I tell you that guy, and you laugh, and I'm gonna tell you, the guy was physically fit, he did was you say 70, 17 or 70? 70, 70, he was zero. seven zero in his body, he worked out, he took me to the gym. Okay. But did it work? Okay, well, let's not get into that, right <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it, Ross. Okay? okay. Ross, we have, I told you to make I know that was your prop. That's your prop, so I'm just asking, like, did it? I told you the man treated me good, though. That was the one who tried to treat me good. Well, <laughs> he threatened you with a good time. Okay. He did. He did. He threatened me with a good time. But let me tell you this. I didn't want to meet his daughters because I was the same age as his daughters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And but I did meet one of them, and when I met her, she looks. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" She says, "You are just so amazing." And I'm like thinking to myself, "Girl, we the same age. Stop playing." With me. <laughs> 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 it's like an odd moment, but I'm gonna say to you, in that moment, I didn't use my checklist. I didn't. I mean, I did, but I didn't. Obviously. <laughs> Right, obviously, because on the checklist that he didn't measure up to. Um, uh, Tia says, talk the talk and walk the walk. Prove it. That's right, Precious. Precious, you already, Precious, wanted to have it. You're getting a lot of cheers on here. Precious, Precious we want to bring you back. You bring that up. treat me better. He was a millionaire. Let's start with that. Number two, he was a perfect gentleman. I never had to drive anywhere. He took me to work, picked me up. Oh. He made sure we worked out at the gym. He cooked every day, amazing meals like a chef. He had that New York accent because he was from New York. And when I tell you he dressed like he was out of Juicy Magazine, he looked like something. I mean, he was gorgeous. He was light-skinned. He had this beautiful hair. He was just, he dressed amazingly. It was just so, he used to be a Calvin Klein model back in the day. He was gorgeous. So what happened? So what happened? <laughs> Where did he go? Okay. 
what did I start off with? Enough said. Enough said. Baby girl, I stuck in there as long as I could, but I'm telling you right now, some things you cannot replace. Mm. Okay. I needed some fire and ice up in there. I just needed some fire and some ice. <laughs> now, what I'm gonna tell you right now, by the time I get to 55, I'm probably if, if he at 55, I wouldn't care, right? Because I would be good. Because I didn't. I'm all. No, I'm you're in your prime there. then, huh? You're in your prime then. Okay, so Raj, you said no, not then either. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. Not okay, so then, precious, I gotta wait till I'm 60. Then it'll quiet down. <laughs> maybe a little, a little higher. Yeah, older. Okay, 65. Yeah, maybe then. What the hell, Raj? I got 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recognize it, don't rush. <laughs> Well, you know, I might have a little extra on it because this thing has been marinating. You know, oh. I spent my son is nineteen. It's been marinating. It might be a, a forty-year-old vagina sitting over here. I don't know. You, know. you never know. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right Way now. Too much information. I know, right? But I'm gonna tell you guys this conversation. I really appreciate you guys' honesty and and sharing what you share because I'm hoping that it helps. A lot of women realize, um, to your point, Precious, you're like, we don't have all of those that list. We just, there are certain things that we look for and it has something to do with character. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said. I mean, it was just real. I think, you know, for us in our age group, we grew up with the idea of a certain type of man. Mm -hmm. And all of us look to our father or we look to someone that was just like elevated at that time in our world. And to be honest with you, most athletes at that time were African-American, they were brown-skinned men, and they were like of a robust size. So I think a lot of us, we just kind of modeled that concept mm. and said, this is what I want. I mean, Roz married an NFL player. And I mean, had a wonderful life. So how do you go from dating this guy to now you got Johnny Joe seat over here? You like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me see what's happening. And it's it's kind of like you feel like you're losing yourself if you don't stick to what it is that you want. Right? right. But to be honest with you, I think, you know, for Roz and Roz and I, we talk offline, you know, I think we do have to make some modifications. Not not a lot. Definitely, you know, something's gotta work, you know, downstairs though, right now until I reach 65. But we got to make some modifications, Precious. We don't add, do you use black seed oil? We about to add that. Black seed oil. Right, Ron? Vegan. 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 Black seed oil. You drink oil. alcohol. No dairy. No dairy. I think I heard that too. Right? No, dairy. No, dairy. no red no meat. Dairy. No red meat. No red meat. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing a blue pill. One <laughs> well, that's you know Italian. Maybe you not Italian. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ross, I mean, we got a lot of work to do. All I'm going to say is right now, Ross said, as long as you will come and shovel my snow and clean my car. No, I didn't say that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a requirement. That's a standard. That's just basic. That's an unspoken word. <laughs> and I'm going to say Identify the need and make it happen. And I agree with you. I think sometimes, like for me, um, I think a lot of people think that I am an extrovert but I'm actually an introvert hmm. and I'm such a, a, a person that's into books and reading that I don't really focus on certain things. So what, what other women see is just commonalities. I don't see as commonalities or just standards. 
I don't see them as standards because I, I just I've never been in a space where it was a standard. You get what I'm saying? So it's a little hard for me sometimes when you guys say, oh, well, guys, you just clean your car. I'm like, well, who the hell are you? My car ain't, ain't nobody ever came and got my car and cleaned it. What, what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't, I'm you trying to figure out. Right. What'd you say, Rob? You're cleaning your own car. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking it to the detail guy and waiting detail for guy. you. But you can't tell them that. You're oh, oh, so you mean I got to be like a girl? Yeah, needy. Oh. Me and like needy women. Oh, that's a whole other podcast conversation. <laughs> 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 but we can surely get into that. Right. You, it's you have a way to do it. You can, right. you can do what you want without asking who yeah. what right. you want. But sometimes you, you, do, you do have to mention what you want. Get, you know, it's oh, a yeah. whole it's a whole art. Yeah, a right. I guess so. She's Dr. Spinelli, she got diamond earrings and I don't have none. <laughs> <laughs> It's the whole art. You did not clean my car, though. I clean my own car. Clean your own car? Honey, I'll take diamond earrings every any day over a clean car. <laughs> then you can't clean your own car if you get diamond earrings. Exactly. <laughs> right clarity. Right clarity. All the things have to line up. It's the right. I'm going to tell you right now, I will take a diamond earring, like Ross said, any day over cleaning the car. So I'm going to tell you, Precious. You have been such an amazing add to the oh, cast. And I'm going to have to ask you to come back. You got to come back to me. Along with Tia. Yeah. Tia, Tia, they doing shout outs to you, Tia. I don't know if we can take Tia. Tia going to set us all straight. This is how it goes down. So I'm going to say thank you, ladies. If there's one thing that you want to leave with our viewers tonight, what would it be? Shai, I'm starting with you. Ooh. That um, for me, choose peace. Peace is the greatest, greatest asset you can have. And that usually guides whether you stay in a position with someone or not. Um, peace guides me every day and it sent me to my love. So choose peace. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Precious, last word. I would say to continue growing as an individual and continue challenging your own perspective, especially if it's holding you back from getting what you want. Oh my gosh, she's so wonderful. Yes. I would love for him to be with her. Okay, Ron? I would say, you know, follow your heart, but take your mind with you. Amen. Oh my gosh, Ross, look at you. Okay, Dr. Spinelli. I would say keep in mind that as the years pass, everything doesn't always work. So there's got to be more to being happy with an individual than body than yeah, all of that. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're happy, you're happy. And I want to go to my grave eventually. Being, I'm not going to be cremated. I want to be happy and I want to be with someone who's happy. And that's just my bottom line. I love it. And I'm going to leave this in the words of her daughter, Tia. She says, let's do it, Precious. She thinks you guys should have your own show. <laughs> so, Precious, I'll be talking to you about doing the TMP show with Tia and Precious. <laughs> Tia has spoken. That'll be another uh, episode of Five Extra Love. It's putting it real with the 30 and up. Tia <laughs> Precious style. So, ladies, I want to thank you so much for joining me. And I will be right back with you in just a few minutes. So guys, I want you to understand 
love is love. And, and that's the whole focus of this podcast. We want everyone to understand that love is open and available to everyone. But when you're thinking about who you can love and why you should love, to Tia's point is, is are you setting standards or unrealistic expectations? Those are two different things. So when you think about the person that you're going to love for the rest of your life, think about that and whether or not you communicate it effectively. Maybe one of the takeaways you should think about is when Shia said we created our own universe, both of us have past, but we don't live in those past situations and those relationships. We live with what, what we do for one another and how we feel about one another. Sometimes I think a lot of times we bring in our previous relationships and we don't think about what it, how it impacts the person that we're with. Dr. Spinelli said that's one of the things that she does not ever do. She never talks about a previous relationships. And yeah, they had growth and they had struggles within that growth, but they grew together. And now at this point, she just laughs and looks forward to him coming home every day because it's an amazing thing when you can just love a person no matter what, no matter the circumstances and no matter what the impact is to that relationship. Now, Roz and I, we're on our journey to find our one true love. So, of course, everything that we talk about on this podcast, we're taking notes. And I think our takeaway is black seed oil. We're on top of that. And if you don't have black seed oil on your list to ask the guy, you might want to add it. Oh, yeah. And by the way, vegan, dairy, and a couple other things we talked about. We'll see you next week on the 5Fs to Love from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And you know where to find us. My name is Christine Burkett, the inventor of the 5Fs to Love. This is a compatibility app. It's an app that gives you an opportunity to rate words to start with the letter F in chronological order of importance to you, to help you find your one true love, your soulmate, and the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. So after you've taken the time to rate your Fs in chronological order, you send a link to the person, I don't know, you just met, or the person you've been dating for quite some time, or maybe it's the person you've been married to for 30 to 40 to 50 years. And then you compare your top five F's to find out what things you have in common and things that you may perhaps need to work on. This is taking a simplistic perspective on how to find your one true love, your soulmate, the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And thank you for downloading the 5F's app.